Hey everyone, it's Matt Mikowski here, and I was watching Stranger Things last night, and two of the main characters, Hopper and Joyce, were having a conversation. And the circumstances of the conversation were due to Joyce um, having her son go missing, Will, and pretty much Hopper and Joyce discussing, you know, possible theories of what's actually happened. Out of it, Hopper asked Joyce to trust him. In turn, she pretty much asked for the same thing, even though she knows what she's saying sounds absolutely crazy. But that got me thinking about trust in general and how, you know, in this day and age, trust, especially because of social media and all the stuff that gets posted all the time, you know, um, trust is something that is... A lot harder to gain from people these days, but it's very easy to lose. You know, there's lots of different aspects of, you know, things that used to happen years ago where people would automatically just put trust in people until they gave them a reason not to. Right? They weren't always suspicious. You normally find there's a lot more people who are paranoid and suspicious about things now. Or because of social media. You know, some people might go, oh, social media is not to blame for everything. Well, true, it isn't to blame for everything. How you interpret something is also partly, you know, to, uh, well, you know, sort of contributes to whether you view something as a negative or a positive, you know, depending on what's been said. So, anyway, my little ramble then, hopefully that made sense. Trust is something that we all want from people. Um, a trust isn't something that we're always willing to give to others. So, you know, we also need to think, what sort of person do we want to be? You know, if we believe that we're trustworthy, what qualities do we have that we feel makes us more trustworthy than someone else? Uh, in some cases, you're probably not as trustworthy as you think in a lot of different situations. And it's not anything bad, though, a lot of the time. And what I mean by that is there's, you know, sort of, there's different types of trust. You know? Now, as an example, when you are involved in, like, the work life or, you know, whatever career that you have, the sorts of trust that you have with your co-workers is that you trust them to do their job you trust them to turn up when they say they're going to turn up uh, you trust that they will do all the things that they have agreed to do so there's that type of trust in a workplace right uh, when it comes to friendships you know you might the, you know, the sort of trust that you have with your friends is like going to be completely different to the type of trust that you have with your workmates, right? You could have a workmate's great at his job, does everything that they say that they're going to do, but when it comes to like, you know, things in their personal life, they could be a person where you'd just be like, eh, nah, I wouldn't trust them with my life, you know? But then you've got your friends who you would trust with your life, you know? You also trust that they will be there for you and will have your back and you'll do the same for them. You know, there's that sort of trust relationship. If you're in a marriage, you trust that your partner will be faithful. You trust that their, you know, the commitment that you made actually meant something. 
that you'll be together forever. You trust that that person wants to get to know you and be with you forever, you know. And as the thing says, you know, until death do us part or whatever the situation might be, you know. So there's lots of different things regarding that sort of thing, you know, because relationships are very important, right? Once the trust is broken, it takes a, a long time to rebuild. Right? Um, but depending on the people involved, you know, it might be, it might vary depending on the situation. Now, if it is a situation where it's sort of, you know, both parties feel like it's irreparable, then you need to, unfortunately, consider other options. But, um, you know, I personally would love to see people be able to work things out, of course, because, you know, that's the ultimate goal. But, you know, obviously people are going to know their situation a little bit better than others. But, you know, like, so I've pointed out a few different things. Oh, kids, if you've got cr kids, right? When your kids are little and they jump off the couch, <laughs> they trust that, they have that instant trust where they believe that you're going to catch them. Right? Or if you turn around to your child and say you're going to be somewhere at a specific time or you're going to rock up at their, like, you know, sports day or whatever it might be or their award ceremony or all these different things that involve kids you know things that are important to them when you tell them something they believe it even for a long time kids will believe it too you know they're quite resilient you know and, uh, <laughs> you know there's a uh oh what is it my my wife's brother is very unreliable with lots of different things because he's one of those people who if he feels like he gets a better offer from somewhere else he'll just break plans with people uh, and my eldest son he used to really look up to his uncle when he was growing up thought he was lots of fun um, thought he was a great guy and he does have great qualities don't get me wrong you know there's things about him which make other people feel really important about themselves and all that but where he lets himself down is the fact that he's just too unpredictable and unreliable. Uh, and because of that, my other son has now got a very uh, different perspective on his uncle. You know, it's not the same as when he was a kid. It's more of he looks at him and just goes, yeah, nah. <laughs> or his uncle will send him a message saying something about, oh, I miss when we used to hang out and all this sort of stuff. And my other son's just like, yeah, no, you don't, because there's no action. You haven't taken action to do anything about it. You're just telling me in the message, and you, and you know, this is a message that's come through to my son with his uncle not even seeing him for the past few years. You know what I mean? So, of course, it's not going to come across as something that's receptive, because at the end of the day, that trust has been broken. All right. He would turn around and say things to my son like, oh yeah, let's catch up every Wednesday and hang out and do things together. And then he does it for two weeks and then never does it again, right? That's the sort of thing that breaks trust. So what's important about building trust is being a person of your word, right? Saying that you're going to do things. If you've made a commitment, honor that commitment, right? If you've made a promise, honor that promise, right? 
if you don't think that you can make something for sure, then don't promise it. Right? Let people know. Look, I do have another commitment that I'm supposed to be at or whatever the situation might be. I really do want to come to your thing. I will say yes at the moment that I will be able to make it. But I will let you know if something changes. All right? Just so that they know and they understand that you haven't gone out of your way to deliberately do the complete opposite to what you've said and not do up do anything at all and not show up, right? So it lets them know, you know, honesty builds trust. Be honest with people. Whether you realize it or not, people do most of the time know when other people are lying, but there are some people out there who like to give people the benefit of the doubt. You know, they'll give them chance after chance after chance after chance after chance. And they don't do it because they're not bright people. They do it because they're the sorts of people who like to see the best in other people. Right? The only problem with that is there are some people who will just take advantage of it and just be like, oh, they won't care. I do, you know, I rock up late all the time. They don't seem to care about it. Right? The sad part is they actually do care about it. They want these people to sort of be a part of their lives in some sort of way. No. But and then you've got these other people who are constantly doing the wrong thing. Yeah. So don't take advantage of good-natured people either. It's, you know, not nice. <laughs> uh, especially when you're married to someone who has actually a very good nature and wants to see the best in people. And then you have to, you know, over the years, have seen them end up becoming heartbroken because of lots of different situations that have unfolded in a very unpleasant sort of manner and the sad part about it is it actually wasn't something that she had done or said that was the problem it's people ended up hanging out with other people and they poisoned the minds of the people that you know were friends with my wife and pretty much turned them against her um, it wasn't like an over-the-top sort of scenario where there was this full-on argument or fight or whatever else. It was just something really childish where they'd just be like, oh, you know, I'm just going to delete them off Facebook. Uh, why? If you've got an issue with somebody, right, and you want to have trust in a relationship, you need to have good communication, right? Talk to people. If you have a problem with someone, talk to them, right? Don't just cut them out of your life. That's something that children, actually not even children would do that. You know, children, the thing that I love about kids is they have this unwavering trust for people. And it's not until that trust is actually broken in a way that the child understands is not good that the child ends up developing a different perspective on those people, right? But the thing that is great about kids is they just have this real pure innocence, you know. And a lot of, you know, some people will do the whole, I'm a realist thing and be like, you know, they don't know much about life yet and whatever else. The sad part is if us as adults adopted some of these childlike behaviours, the world might actually be a better place to some degree, right? And the reason why I say that is because, you know, children will give each other chances. You know, when my son gets upset with some kid at school, right, 
He doesn't just turn around and write him off and go, never want to see that kid again. He'll actually give that kid a chance after chance after chance after chance after chance. Right? And then eventually, when it gets to a point where I'm concerned because my son is still getting hurt from these situations, I then encourage him to look at things in a different perspective. And also encourage him to make sure that he hangs around people that make him feel good about himself. And in return, he does the same for them. So it's very important with all these different things. Trust is so important. Remember, I don't know if anyone's ever done the trust tests where you have people standing in front of you and you're the person who has to like catch them behind. And uh, of course, you've always got those you know, people in the class that will deliberately not catch somebody until like the very last minute or let them fall over in general. Uh, not because they're not trustworthy, but just because they want to, you know, stir people up. Of course, it's not a really good situation most of the time. But, you know, those sorts of things are important. You know, trust is important. Being there for people is important. Right? Learning stuff about people that not everyone knows about builds trust. Right? Uh, some people, here's, like here's an example. When I was growing up, I used to joke around quite a lot. Uh, the reason why I joked around quite a lot was because there was lots of things that were that had happened in my life that I didn't know really how to deal with it properly. And so, to a certain degree, putting on a mask and being someone completely different felt good for me because... It's sort of it helps me become accepted by other people. I ended up also discovering that people, some people, eventually got tired of it because, you know, whether they could sense that that was not really me or whatever the situation was like, you know, um, or there were times where I went a little bit too far with some things or a bit over the top and whatnot. So I didn't really think about sort of the things that I was doing, how it affect other people. Uh, and there was like, I was physically abused growing up quite a bit, you know, different things that would happen to me, you know, were getting my head banged together with uh, my cousins as a form of punishment, right? Um, you know, I got belted with all sorts of different things, you know, there's a difference between discipline and then beating the crap out of a kid. And a lot of the time, I can tell you right now, I didn't get disciplined. I got, like, belted. And it pretty much was to the extreme of being abusive. Because it wasn't done out of love. It wasn't done out of correction. It was done out of frustration. And the sad part is, as a kid, I wasn't getting taught some of the things that I was getting in trouble for. I wasn't even really didn't really have some things explained really well a lot of the times I was more confused um, afterwards than what I was beforehand and then you know when you have your parent after they have their rant and rave and start beating the crap out of you with a stick or a belt or whatever they can find lying around right I'd end up with bruises on the back of my leg on my butt and whatever else right I was one of those kids who would bruise pretty easily Uh, and yet 
at the same time as a kid, I'm still putting my trust in this person that what they're doing is okay, you know. So <clears throat> it was a real, you know, when I was growing up with it, I never really thought twice about it. But then the more that I've sort of gone on in my life, the more I've reflected on a lot of these things and gone, you know, I wouldn't even do half that stuff to my own children, right? Well, most of it I would not do to my own children because it's terrible. Uh, I didn't just get physically abused. I was emotionally abused, emotionally blackmailed, and all sorts of stuff. And this is all stuff that's happened to me as a kid, right? So a lot of stuff that I have gone through as an adult has really... Um, it's been challenging because I've had to learn about things from a different perspective. The perspective that I grew up knowing, thinking, you know, that was okay, you know, I end up discovering was not that great at all. Um, and as a young boy, being a only child to a single mother who was, you know, a young mum, but had a lot of people wanting to support her, people that could actually help her, and people actually did. Uh, I had my auntie, who's only seven years older than me, looking after me at one point in time, you know. Um, so all these different things, because I was a boy as well, my mum had issues with men at that specific time, I would get told every day about how I was hopeless because I was a, a boy and, you know, wouldn't amount to anything and guys are this and guys are that and I got all sorts of abuse at that specific time. So, you know, it was really, uh, I struggled a lot and all I wanted to do was to be loved and accepted by, you know, my parents. Uh, she ended up meeting somebody, uh, the guy that she ended up marrying was actually a pretty decent sort of guy, uh, spent a lot of time with me doing things, actually stopped a lot of different forms of uh, discipline because he didn't agree with it, um, which was great for me, you know, it was good. And, you know, spent time doing sports and all that sort of stuff, but eventually they ended up having you know, kids with each other, of course, and then the whole cycle started again, you know. <clears throat> I was actually pretty excited to become a big brother uh, to begin with, but my mum ended up making it all about how I was jealous and all this sort of other rubbish, and I'm just like, where is this even coming from? Why have I got anything to be jealous of him for? He's like a baby, you know. And then I get accused of all this stuff about, oh, you're just upset because I can't be there for you all the time now. And I'm thinking, what are you talking about? You weren't even there for me before. Your friends helped raise me for crying out loud, you know. So there's <laughs> situations like that which made me really frustrated. Uh, and that's a little, just a little snippet into what my life was like. You know, some people could turn around and be like, oh, yeah, you know, you probably deserved it and whatever else. I was not the sort of kid who went out to cause trouble. I really wasn't, no. Um, I probably um, started to head in that direction a little bit in my teenage years, but even the stuff that I did was completely tame compared to a lot of people that I met in my lifetime. I, you know, It's not like I went out and got tanked and stole cars and all that sort of crap. I did my best to be the best 
possible person that I could be with the knowledge that I had. You know. So a lot of, um, you know, in my late teens, I turned to lots of different things, um, whether it was, you know, re <coughs> oh, excuse me, reading stuff in the Bible, uh, whether it was reading different self-help books, um, you know, stuff about leadership, stuff about people skills, stuff about um, learning about people in general, stuff where I could learn about myself a bit better, where I could understand why I was having certain feelings about certain things and all that sort of stuff. Like, you know, not everything kind of made sense to me. Um, and it's taken years in some situations to understand why I've become the way that I am. Um, my cousin was actually, um, you know, him and his mother would end up going to this lady's house where they had some sort of meeting once a week. And the lady who ran the place, her eldest son was asked to pretty much keep an eye on all the kids. And there was a lot of kids. Now, personally, I don't remember anything bad actually happening when I went with my mum. So, I can't really recall anything overly bad that I saw happen or any of that. But according to my cousin, because um, I only went like a few times anyway, so... But the eldest kid would actually force all the younger kids to actually remove items of their clothes and push private parts together and all that sort of stuff and out of it um, you know my cousin was also uh, from what I have been told uh, forced to sort of you know do things with people of the same sex and opposite sex and that actually caused a lot of issues with him growing up you know, and a lot of confusion about a lot of different things. So, but he was, in that they, no one had any idea this was going on until he was 20 years old and he actually spoke about it. And it took, uh, we were, when we were going to these things, we were like six or seven years old. Right? And it wasn't until he was, you know, like 13, 14 years later, after all this crap's happened, that he's actually was able to talk about it for the first time. I didn't even know that that had happened. Uh, and I'm probably one of the people that was closest to him, so I was, like, really <laughs> uh, kind of had a lot of mixed emotions about it all when all that sort of stuff came out, because I'm just like, ah, oh, now I know why he was so on edge when this guy would be over at his like parents place and all that sort of stuff uh, <clears throat> and why you know uh, my cousin ended up becoming quite secretive about a lot of different things because he didn't feel like he could trust anyone and the people that he was supposed to trust betrayed that trust uh, uh, the people that I felt that I could trust in my lifetime uh, betrayed that trust and because of that you know, I've had to learn what trust really is over the years and how I can trust people and, you know, to not listen to all the things that were said to me many, many years ago, but to also remember that, you know, 
even though I have had things happen in my life which aren't that great, there are people who have had it worse and overcome those situations and are doing really well. And I want to be one of those types of people. I want to be that sort of person that overcomes those situations. You know, I want to be a person who can, you know, give my trust and also have people trust me. And that's the sort of relationships that I want to build with people. Because I think it's really important at the end of the day. You know, I love my wife and I love my kids. And, you know, even though my wife and I are still after, you know, this year will be 20 years of marriage, right? Which is a big milestone. So, obviously, I'm doing what I can to work out how I can surprise her with something. Because, you know, I want to mark the occasion with something special. But we're still learning about lots of different, you know, aspects of life in general. And what we want from life and, you know, different things like that. Yes, we do have goals. Yes, there are things that we want to achieve. Um, yes, there are times where lots of different things have not worked out the way that we hoped they would. But we still trust each other enough to know that eventually something will happen which will be great. You know, it's not the well, I'm not saying things that you know, good things happen to us. Of course, good things happen to everybody. You know? uh, sometimes, though, you can feel like when bad things are happening more regularly than the the good things, you just kind of start to feel like you know. Why does this always seem to happen to me for? <laughs> Why doesn't this happen to so-and-so? You know, they're scamming the system and doing this and doing this wrong. and you know. But uh, <laughs> that's sometimes how your thought process can think. But the thing, maybe the reason why a lot of the times, <coughs> oops, excuse me, why we go through tougher situations more than other people is because we can actually handle it. Right? We've got the capacity to get through it. We've got the ability to be able to have a, you know, a better mindset about it than some other people might. Um, and that's the thing that you need to consider too when you're going through tough times. Maybe the reason why you're going through those tough times is either it could be things that you haven't dealt with properly or the fact that you have the strength and ability to be able to get through it. And maybe there's other people in your life that if they went through the same thing, they wouldn't be able to handle it as well as what you can. But doesn't mean that things can't change and things can't get better. But anyway, I just wanted to share <coughs> oops, excuse me, a little bit about me in regards to that because I, I want people to understand, you know, that this is not something I didn't start this podcast because I've got it all together. Uh, I started this podcast because I don't. And there's things that I've learnt over the years that have really helped me. And even though I've said many times that, you know, the things that I talk about on here, that it's not a one solution solves all problems. And I agree with that completely because we're all different types of people and we're all going to find different people uh, relatable to us, which is the reason I do what I can to make this as diverse as possible so that, um, you know, different people, no matter what your gender, what your belief is, whatever it might be, you can listen to it and actually go, oh, actually, you know what? I feel that actually relates to me. Or, you know, I like this and that, but I'm not too fussed about that spot, you know. That's the sort of thing where, you know, 
the good part about these resources and why it's you know good to be able to share with other people uh, hopefully over time I'll be able to also hear other people's stories too because I really love to hear what other people have gone through different things that they've gone through and how they've overcome it would be really you know great to hear um, because your story what you need to understand is and whatever your story is can help inspire someone else uh, don't keep your story to yourself you know, it doesn't mean you have to go and blow out your story to every person that you meet but even you could start a podcast like this as well all right and just talk about your story you know, tell people about things that have happened in your life open up to people you know let them in um, you know it letting people in builds trust it builds that relationship it builds that rapport you know it's really important anyway i'm going to leave it here because i feel like i'm about to have a bit of a coughing fit which i don't want to have on here because no one wants to hear that um look take care of yourselves have an amazing day or night depending on when you're listening to this uh look after yourself and i'll chat to you soon all right bye for now